Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. Welcome, everyone, to episode 111 of It's All Connected. This is Russ, and with me is Mr. Daryl Taylor. Hello. Hey. And Matthew uh, had a last-minute conflict, so he is out tonight. So we're going to stall off a bunch of news and wait till Matthew can come back on, because uh, we all like to kind of talk about the, the doings with him. And yeah, so we had a little bit of a hiatus. I kind of had some family emergency stuff going on, so we... Uh, Kind of had to had to take a little bit longer bit of a break than we thought. Um, we're not going to talk about Agents of Shield th- uh, for this episode. Uh, I think we're going to try and record. Maybe if we can get back on track Sunday, we'll do. Uh, so that way, it'll be nice. It'll be kind of a tighter episode. We'll just talk news and Agents of Shield. Uh, mm-hmm. So Daryl and I are gonna f- we're gonna do a few since we're talking Netflix. We're gonna there's a few Netflix things that came out uh, news wise recently, uh, and then we're gonna finish off Luke Cage. We're finally gonna put. A nail in the coffin of, of Luke Cage season one. Yes. Um, which which I don't think will be that much. So this will be a fairly light and breezy episode, but we'll hit up a little bit of news first. Uh, the big thing is that Jessica Jones season two started filming, and I think it was like a it was almost like a stealth thing. Like we, we knew they were going to do season two, and they've been talking about season two, and then it was like, oh, hey, by the way, they're filming now. So I thought that was funny when that, uh, when that hit. I, I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, yeah, me either. But I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's April, so they're just now gearing up. So yeah. I, I don't think it's going to hit this year because they already have three. I mean, we know. I mean, obviously, Iron Fist hit. We know right. uh, the next bit of news I had is that we got uh, a little teaser promo that they put out for the Defenders. Mm-hmm. So that's coming eight eighteen, so August eighteenth, which is kind of close to that Luke Cage spot, which was September last year. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we're going to get – we know we're getting Punisher in 2017 also. So mm-hmm. I don't see them doing four in a year. That seems kind of silly. No. And I, and especially – I think especially hearing how fast uh, Iron Fist was. Yeah. It's a little too much in one year. Yeah. So I, I don't think they're going to do that again. No. And then – Allegedly, uh, Daredevil season three is going to start. I think they said June is when it's going to start uh, filming. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we knew that. I mean, I, again, we knew that was coming for sure because of that. Right. That uh, I guess it was Comic Con when they did that little teaser thing, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it was New York. No, it was New York Comic Con. It was New York Comic Con. Uh, they did that little teaser thing, and it and it was the subway, and it was like the three line was lit up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, for, for Daredevil, so that'll be good. Uh, no details on anything really. Uh, related to any of them other than they're just coming uh that and uh daredevil looked more iron fisty than iron fist looked in that little promo <laughs> yeah a little bit mm-hmm. so i i thought we would talk very briefly uh about iron fist because it's been a while uh since we recorded an episode iron mm-hmm. fist has come out um and the you know we talked the last time we recorded that the early reviews were not real positive and that things weren't really good. And after having seen all of it, um, I think there were some highs and some lows, but overall 
I think no question for me that Iron Fist was, you know, if you're ranking all five seasons that have come out, because we've had two seasons of Daredevil, this is clearly number five from yeah. from highest to lowest. Uh, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't really good either. It was just kind of no. like meh, like... I can't, I can't really, it was just very mediocre, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, for me, uh, it's, it's funny cause I've, I've mentioned this to you. I've talked to, to John about this as well. Mm-hmm. If, if you have better fighting and fight choreography in daredevil than you do iron fist, then something is wrong. Yeah. And, that's, and true. that's like the biggest criticism I have is you have a martial arts focused show with a martial arts focused character. Uh, and there wasn't near enough martial arts going on as I would like for that kind of show. No, no. I know. I mean, Daryl, you, you brought this up to me that uh, there was an article that was put out or interview with Finn Jones. And mm-hmm. It was like, oh, he, he had like three weeks to prepare or something like that. Yeah, he uh, said he had three weeks to to basically learn the for the first uh, few episodes. He only had three weeks to, to get the choreography down. And the martial arts, which was so surprising. Once it was surprising that they put him in that position. Yeah, and because this, I mean, the the even funnier thing is, it's not like they didn't know that this show was coming, right? I mean, like right. they announced it from the jump. It's going to be these four four shows and the defenders, and for that to be as last minute as it was is really really surprising to me. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think part of it comes down to that. I think. They would have done better to find an actor that maybe had more martial arts talent and maybe not quite as as not that Finn Jones has this long pedigree, this acting pedigree, but I think maybe they would have found done better to find somebody that was more focused on martial arts, even if they even if the acting wasn't uh, quite as good, but because uh, I think it w- it would have just paid off a little better, but but yeah, so. Uh, I, as far as covering it for the show, it's very difficult because uh, episode to episode, for me, it, there wasn't enough meat, I don't think, in each episode that it really warrants kind of slogging through episode by episode breakdown. Um, right. So I think what we might do, I think we're still mulling it around because this has been a hard nut to crack. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm hoping that we can get John on. And what we might do is just kind of character breakdowns. We, we kind of like what we did for Daredevil season one, and just just focus more on the characters and their arc for the season rather than talk about like each episode by episode. Because I think we can, you know, as we talk about each character, uh, you know, there's a lot of spoilery stuff going on. Uh, I, th- I think we might get more out of it, so we might kind of focus on that. And, and usually, when we have those discussions, we end up talking about specific episodes and character arcs and, and things like that. So that I think that might be a better approach, and then we can kind of get through it uh, a little bit quicker instead of um, you know grinding it out. You know, we could probably do character breakdowns in like maybe two episodes or, or three episodes. Um, you know, to, to talk about the handful of characters that were in there. So. Yeah, yeah, it should be easy to do it that way. I mean. I mean, we can. It is. It is so weird how controversial this this particular. I mean, because if I thought any of the shows would be controversial, it would be either Jessica Jones, which dealt with uh, a lot of themes of 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 dealing with rape and sure. yeah. you know misogyny and all that. So I, you know, like you think, okay, that's a hotbed, and then you have Luke Cage with dealing with uh racism and police brutality and stuff like that 
you think, okay, that that would maybe that would be a controversial show. No, none of them. No, uh-uh. it's it's Iron Fist. Yeah, like the simplest of characters. I mean, he's never been a complicated character at all. I mean, he he's just you know like he's just a martial arts guy that you know like he's very positive and um you know he learns all these martial arts he you know he brings a little bit of the mystic there and he's he's kind of the lighter side to to uh to luke cage who's a little bit more uh who's had a rougher life he's been he's a little bit darker side to him so he's his lighter side like they kind of balance each other out so it's like i never thought there would be any as much like I, Finn Jones has done like a million <laughs> interviews where he's talking about he was had a busy schedule and he couldn't practice as much as he would have liked to. To the shooting schedule was didn't line up right, and um, you know going to blaming it, not liking the show to because it's too close to the Trump election. I mean, it's just been all over the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, with this show. So it's just, uh, it is just so weird for something that you don't expect to have any issues, have so many issues with people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be, you know, the one thing is most of the criticism hasn't been, you know, early on there was, there was, you know, we talked about it in the show several mm-hmm. times, but the fact that, you know, Finn Jones is a white character and they cast him. Most of the criticism is not around that. Most of the criticism no, is no. the show just wasn't that good. Yeah. So that's what it's been about. I mean, yeah. That, you know, but they have been some shining bright spots like uh, the actress that plays Colleen. Um, I have seen nothing but praise for her. Yeah, Jessica Henwick was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Colleen Wing was the bright spot of that show. Uh, like, with bar none. Yeah. Yeah. So that, like, that, she has been the, like, every every show has had a character that has shined. Like, Daredevil, the season one, I think Stick was the shining moment in that, right? I think people really dug yeah. Yeah. That, that. Even though he had only a couple of uh, parts. Uh, season two of that, for sure, it was Punisher, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no question. And you and Electra too, and Electra, to a, yeah, sure, yeah, to yeah. a smaller extent, but less extent. But it was more Pun- Punisher got his own show yeah. out of it, like right away. Then with uh, Jessica Jones, it was Luke who was the one who people talked about. They couldn't wait for Luke Cage, yeah, yeah, because they liked his performance with her and and Jessica Jones. Then in then in Luke Cage's show. Um, I think with that one, the shining star was actually uh, the villain. Oh yeah, Ma- um, yeah, Mahershala Ali yeah. was, was definitely the the standout. And Misty, the standout. And, and Misty. Misty, yeah, 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 both of them. And, and Misty, and just uh, people were very excited, and they loved. I think they liked the character, that, the, the actor that played Luke too. Yeah. Like they were all kind of yeah. The it, con- to contrast it, you know, there are criticisms of Luke Cage that you know, obviously we talked mm-hmm. about it. We'll talk about some more. Right. But one of the things I think that was a standout on that show was the casting. Uh, yes. And it yes. was it was extremely well cast, and and the mm-hmm. characters were very well done and very likable for the right. most part. And right. I think, well acted. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. 
and I think with with Iron Fist that was kind of the detriment. Uh, with with mm-hmm. a, with a few exceptions, I think it was kind of the opposite with right. with Iron Fist. You know, where there were fewer standout characters than than not, whereas with Luke Cage there were way more standout characters than than not. So yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get we'll get into that uh, in yeah. the near future. I would say. Um, and again, uh, we're going to hold Agents of Shield uh, back as well. So, so yeah, we will, which we, is we, crazy. Yeah, which is pretty nutty. So we'll get back <laughs> to that. Um, yeah. And depending on what, like I said, depending on when we record, it'll be either one or two episodes. So, um, so we'll, we shall see. Um, so we'll just we'll get into it uh, now. So we're going to cover Luke Cage episode eleven. Now you're mine. Episode twelve, Soliloquy of Chaos, and episode thirteen, You Know My Steez. Uh So those are the three we're going to cover. Um, mm. And starting with episode eleven, it pretty much picks up like right where episode ten left off. You know, the club oh, yeah. are getting shot out of the club. Mm. Misty's been hit, right. uh, and everything. Everything's just it's it's just absolute chaos and. Diamondback kind of thinks like the chaos that that's going to work to his advantage, right? He's right, on this that's cru- what he Yeah, he's on this crusade to prove that uh, Luke is the bad guy and that he can be the agent of bringing that chaos. Like he could pose as Luke and people think it's Luke. He could do all these crazy things, uh, these horrible things, and people mm-hmm. will think it's Luke. And 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 again, I mean, we talked about it, but here's a guy that spent three-fourths of this season being in the shadows, not showing yeah. himself. No one knows him. Like, yeah. no one sees him. No one, you know, talks to him. And, he has people, you know. Yeah. Calling out Cottonmouth when he when he acts irrationally and, and brings attention to himself. And he's just full-blown mustache-twirling villain at this point. Like, he's yeah it, out in the open. It, he's not being careful. He's not trying to cover his, tra- you know, he's trying, you know, quote unquote, trying to cover his tracks, but not doing it's, a very good job of it. It feels like this is not even time. It feels like this is just another, like a, a, a stand in. Yeah. Like he threw this guy in there to do, to cover up for him, like to, to put all that attention on him, let him do all the dumb things and I'll sit back and uh, do my scheme or whatever. Like I, it almost Trevor felt Slattery. like. Trevor <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. His, almost- his Mandarin. Yeah, it almost almost felt like that was what they were going with. Yeah, but oh, yeah, I did like in this episode they actually call Claire the night nurse when, when yeah. she, she tells Candace to fake being uh, diabetic or whatever you pass out, <laughs> and then he tells her, yeah, you know, take the night nurse downstairs. Uh, so I thought that was that was funny. It you know, it's funny because I can't have just from seeing Iron Fist not that long ago. It I can't help but after rewatching because I rewatched these episodes again, you know today, like looking at Claire in in Luke Cage, her parts were better. Like the her role in 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 Luke Cage, I think fit. Like she had yeah. a better role. Like it was this more fits natural. Claire. This fits Claire's skills. You know, like right. uh, saving him. When he gets shot, um, kind of being that ear to to for him to talk about all this stuff, and then um, saving Misty, yeah, you know, like the, all that stuff fits Claire's thing. Like it, it, this is perfect for Claire. When we get into Iron Fist, it's it that is when the wave 
it changes. Because so it's it's square peg in a round hole. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like she does not fit in that show at all. Yeah. In, in in season one of Iron Fist, so we'll talk about that. But yes, she works so well in in um, you know, for him finding the truth. I mean, you know, uh, getting a chance to talk to the woman who lied on Luke. I mean, that was you know, that was cool that they were able to to do that. Yeah. You know, this this show gives you a lot of false hope, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no, you no. wish, um, but uh, it was. I mean, the action was fine. I mean, it really wasn't much to it. It was just. I think most important of this episode was to get those special bullets put out yes. into the streets. Well, and and have the cops able to use them. So when Diamondback I, wants to use them, it just mm-hmm. becomes muddied as to who. You know, they'll just think it was the cops that came in and killed him. And I wonder, though, if this stuff will come out in Defenders as well. Yeah. The use of these bullets. Because that kind of changes the game. Like, before this, like, all you had to do is just tap a cop in the head and boom, they're falling. Like, anybody without powers, it's like he could just, you know, walk through them and be done. So I wonder if this was put out there... um, you know, because once it was funny because when they said it, it's like they're, t- you know, like they will do things in the in the Netflix show to let you know that we will call back later. Like when he said the worst thing about the DA was talking about the worst thing about these bullets getting out to the police is that's how it gets on the street as well. Right, right. So and, and it adds a little bit of peril, you know, which yes, which I think has been it was the biggest issue with the show is you never yeah. felt Luke was in any kind of peril until no. he got shot with the Judas bullet, but right. but even then afterwards when he kind of recovered, it was just back to normal bullets. Well, they and, were expensive as they were. No one would be able to get it unless you were, you know, right. a millionaire. Right. So there's less of a chance of that getting on the street. Yeah. I I like that Blake Tower, the DA uh, showed up. He was from Daredevil mm-hmm. season two, so the, right. the the DA from there he shows up in uh, in this, and he, yeah, he was the one like you were mentioning that that says something to the to the captain. Uh, he's a he's a tool, but he has a conscience at least. Yeah, he yeah he 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 works the system when right. he has to, to for his own self preservation. Exactly. But at the at the end of the day, he's a good guy. Like I mean, he he definitely is not uh, you know out to. Uh, you know, to to do evil, he just he no. just knows that sometimes he has to kind of dance around a little bit to keep his job. So yeah, because how corrupt it is, like that, right. it, it goes to a lot more of uh, how how more corrupt New York has been since the incident. I right. guess right. Uh, the funny thing with this episode, and I don't know if you picked up on this, but when Diamondback is, I forget who he was, he was talking to. I think it was he was talking to. I can't remember who he was talking to. Oh, at the, oh, he's talking to Damon Boone. And he said that, uh, yeah, because he was telling him a story about the red Corvette. And he right. said, you know, like the Prince song. And he said, we stole the vet. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. of course, we got caught. And because Luke was the golden boy, he got to go to the Marines. Right. And uh, Willis went to Juvie. And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't Willis two years older than Luke? Yeah. So if... Now it's plausible that Luke maybe could have gotten into the Marines at seventeen. I guess you know t- typically you have to be eighteen, but I, you hear stories all the time about people like seventeen, you know, getting in. Yeah, birthdays depending. Right. You know, like right. So okay, if he was seventeen and Willis mm-hmm. was nineteen, mm-hmm. and they're in the South. Yeah. 
I don't see Willis going to juvie for Grand Theft Auto. No, Willis going to jail. Exactly. It just, I was like, wait a minute, what? Um, There's no question. Willis going to jail. Yeah. Um, he probably had no lawyer either, so that probably made it even worse. Yeah. But not a good lawyer. I mean, it looked, Sure, public defender, yeah. Yeah, it looked like he got a public defender and probably Luke's father got him a lawyer, you know, just because he didn't want his reputation to be stained. Right. I would, but that just, I was like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. Like, if you're 19, yeah. you're not going, yeah. And then he, I mean, he ended up saying, well, I ended up in jail anyway because, you know, I, you know, I, I ended up, you know, getting into a fight and blah, blah, blah. But I just, I don't know, that just struck me. I was like, did they not say he was two years older? Anyway. Yeah, yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, but he ends up killing Damon Boone. Yeah. So he does, that. he kind of inadvertently does Mariah a favor. And kills, oh, yeah. Kills her political yeah. rival, even though later she'll say, "Well, she does. She's out of the political game, so she wants to focus on making the club her centerpiece and her mm-hmm. her megaphone uh, for for you know being more active in the community." So, right. Um, but of course, everything goes crazy. I mean, most of the episode there, uh, you know, uh, Luke and Misty are in the basement, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of hiding out until things kind of kind of cool out. Um, Claire's able to tie off Misty's artery so she doesn't bleed to death. Um, uh-huh. Behind a gun, behind a gun. Yeah, I mean, they kept, it's like, oh, you know, you know, it's it's a wonder she didn't lose her arm. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I'll tie off this artery, but you're going to need medical attention or you're going to yeah. lose your arm. And it was yeah. just like, I, I thought that was that was funny because, uh, you know, even though she seemed to heal from that. A tie-in, though, that I would love, and I don't, I doubt they would do it, but it would be so easy to do this. Civil War, he gave out grants to everybody, yeah. right, at yeah. college. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if you finally, when she gets this arm, it's because one of those kids built a, built a, a bionic arm. Oh, from a Stark grant? From a Stark grant. Yeah, like, that's cool. a way of doing it without having, uh, without having uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it, because sure. I know it's more expensive. But it could still be from Stark, but mm-hmm. not Stark. Yeah, where uh, someone built, uh, you know, technology where she could use that arm. It'd be something bit funny if it was even Amadeus Cho. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be hilarious. Like just a throwaway. Like, uh-huh. he's, he's not those kid. <laughs> like who built my arm? Yeah, like you never him? meet him, but it's like, oh yeah, he was he was like twelve. Yeah, twelve year old kid. He. he Built your arm. You yeah. built your arm. You know that could be a joke right there. That's yeah. So eventually, they kind of have to make a move. They've got to. They kind of get out. And at the end, and mm-hmm. Diamondback actually said, "By Felicia." I was like, "Yes, did yes." He actually say that out loud. He, did. he, did. he says so many things <laughs> throughout this show, especially these last three episodes. He has so many eye rolling moments. That it's like it's almost like we're watching a different show from when Cottonmouth was alive to uh-huh. this. It's uh-huh. almost like it's an entirely different show now. That it's just crazy. It's just like what? How did you get an or- like? How did you build an organization? Mm-hmm. It's, you're nuts. You're mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Like I, yeah, it's just it's a crazy nuts. 
Even the third watch of this, it's crazy. It's still crazy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. still insane. I can't believe he said the stuff. I can't believe they wrote the stuff that they wrote for him. Yes. Like, yeah, that's more that's yeah, that's more to the point. Yeah. Um but <clears throat> yeah, so at the end of episode twelve, like I said, everybody kinda gets out, uh, mm-hmm. Diamondback gets away, Luke is is pretty much surrounded. Uh and so when we hit into episode twelve I like that Misty goes up to him because she's she knows he's innocent at this point. They've kind of had oh, yeah. a conversation about everything, and yeah. I like that she she kind of tells him like, "Hey, they've got these Judas bullets, and you, you know I wouldn't try anything if I were you, especially before you get to the pre you know she's to the precinct." So she's basically oh, yeah. telling him That's... like, "If you don't get yeah. away, they're going to kill you before, exactly before you get to get back to jail." Right, because they still think you killed this. You think kill the fellow cops, so they want to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he's of course he you know halfway on the ride there he's able, he he breaks he breaks out of the SWAT van or whatever and 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 runs off. And uh, cue the Benny Hill music. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. he as he runs, he just running, 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 running. They're shooting he's at him. Yeah. and knocking things down and open, you know busting down doors and walls and yeah and you get another scene of i think they're trying to inst- they're trying to uh reemphasize that there you there are people that are rooting for you so there was yeah. one of the cops that stopped him and he was like i would you know yeah. I'd, my hair pops i got my hair cut it pops for 12 years and uh you know like and he said, uh, "I'm going to trust you." And I, and, yeah, I hope and I'm not wrong about you. Hope I'm not wrong about you. And hey, you know there are a lot of people rooting for you more than you know. Yeah, they the, emphasized that in this episode quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I, which was cool because it was like kind of acknowledging we're not believing everything we hear about this guy. Like the right. police are saying one thing, but eyewitness accounts are saying something different, and you know, this guy has actually stood up for us and done things for us. And if, if that's yep. true, which we know because we've seen it, then why is he killing police? Why is he, you know, shooting up a club, you know, when he never uses a yeah. gun? And why? Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, the, the dude is strong as as he is. He didn't need, he doesn't need to shoot up a club. He could just, you know, yeah, crack the necks. If he really wanted to kill everybody, he could it, just yeah. kill them with his and, bare hands. And so. every time he picks up a gun, it's to bend it in half. So Right. So it's like it's just, it just none of it makes sense yeah. at all. Uh, I, I thought the Method Man cameo was pretty good. Well, the two I guess two cameos. Actually, yeah, yeah, two one. cameos. So they, yeah. he goes into the bodega and the guys are robbing <laughs> him. And <laughs> yeah, he's like on the run and he's getting ready to go somewhere. And he's like, I don't have time. He sees the two guys getting ready to rob yeah. the bodega. And he was like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. And he runs in there and that that kind of sets off. It kind of sets off a tra- like a th- you know like a, a thing with you know people wearing the the bullet ridden yeah uh, yeah hoodies. yeah it was kind of meant to be like okay fine you're looking for a you know a man wearing a bullet ridden hoodie then I'm gonna find him fine yeah. you know you're gonna come across f- you know 300 people wearing bullet ridden hoodies right. which is dangerous because sure. the police were shooting first and not asking asking questions later exactly. so. Exactly. That you know that adds to the sense of the community being standing up. Yeah, yeah. For him, when they don't have to, it's dangerous that they do this. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I just I just thought it was funny that whole thing in the in the uh, in the in the bodega where he well how he hits Phil like when he like again it goes to the how much 
how how little people are a threat to him unless they have some kind of ability or or weapon because yeah. he it's just like the dude is just about to yeah like the dude is like what who and you know like one one tap yeah tap on the forehead bow done yeah. the other guy same thing tap on the forehead yeah give me your phone and then tap on the forehead there yeah. You go. And then he asks him, I love when he asks him about double XL and he's like he's like, yeah. I was thinking the same thing and he takes off <laughs> yeah. his, his swaps yeah. hoodies with him. And Method Man yeah. is like is like struck at the fact that he has Luke Cage's hoodie. Like he's you know, yeah. putting his fingers in the holes and like Well the bodega, the owner of the bodega is the one selling the yes. hoodies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a New York thing. <laughs> oh sure. That's sure the New York thing. Yeah. Make a, you can, you can can make a buck where you can make a buck, huh? Make a buck where you can make a buck, for yeah. sure. Uh, so that was that was pretty funny. And then yeah. uh, and then they, they get into the to the radio interview thing. And so now are those not obviously not living in New York, are those New York radio D like was were those real New York radio DJs or were they They're DJs. It's funny because they're DJs and they're both from MTV back in the day, MTV. And they're not New York DJs though. They're, they're DJs in other places like Philly and and I think Sway and and uh, the one she's from the first season of The Real World. Oh, okay, okay. The first ever season, and she was a rapper. She was a rapper at the time. I mean, she never went big, but she did get popular because she was on The Real World for the first seasons. I mean, that was a big deal. That for her, uh, you know. Anybody, all the whole cast to be on that show, that especially the first season. Gotcha. So I think she does radio out, I think, in Philly or somewhere. Oh, okay. So they're transplants. I, it's weird. That I don't know why they didn't just get New York because they could have. I mean, I'm pretty sure. One of them, like, there's a New York DJ who's doing a Marvel comic. So, I mean, like, I know that they could have, They w- any one of them would have done this this you know yeah yeah five minute thing so it just was i wonder maybe maybe the people doing the maybe the people behind the scenes maybe they knew them and not you know and that's why they say well we'll do that yeah we'll have you come on but that was a cool little interlude you know again you, you know he kind of he, he he makes up his rap and <clears throat> they kind of have their little back and forth in the interview right. and you know he talks about how well, they've used radio before. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jones yep. and 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 Luke have been the ones where they've used radio more than than anything. I mean, Daredevil not, but yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was like episode six or something like that when he was out jogging that in the you know in mm-hmm. that morning and he was listening to Trish. Trish, yeah, yeah and they were and they were talking about it. So, uh, <clears throat> so I I learned a new a new phrase from Luke Cage that I'd never heard before, uh, and I don't know what that says about me, but when he calls. He says it twice, but this is the first time he says it. He calls. I guess he's talking to Claire, and he's like, "Okay." And he goes, "I'll lay in the cut." And I'm like, "Yeah, I have that's no idea old, what that." So that is an old black saying. I, I've cut. never heard that in my life. Like that's a kid. Like when I was a kid, I remember that's when I first heard it when I was a kid, and I'm old. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's laying in the. It's it's funny because some slangs are so old they come back, and that is an old saying that's probably like. You know, slipped their way back in. Because going to get coffee, that's old, too. Oh, is that right? That's an old thing, going to get coffee. How like, that's, that's that's not even new. That's an old slang. So, yeah, Elaine and Cut is an, is an old, definitely an old thing. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the, the other thing is, so Candace, 
calls Misty, uh, and uh, and and she says something, and she's like, "Oh, I'm calling you with my uh, prepaid phone. I got at CVS." And I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. was like a specific." Call. I was like, "Wow, that's." I wonder how much they paid you for that one. Yeah, that was very specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they paid you for that. I know. Yeah. It couldn't be like, yeah, I got a burner. It was like, nope, I bought this phone at CVS. And CVS is all over New York. Yeah, they're all sure. over here too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they uh they they're like the new Walgreens. Like it used to be, you know, Walgreens on every corner, and now right. we're like CVS has become more prevalent in in this area. It's funny. The subdivision I live in is is fairly new. I mean, this section is only a couple is only about five or six years old, but now that it's finished, they put a CVS like right in the neighborhood, like right, wow. right outside the the subdivision, and then across the highway, they built another sub- subdivision, and boom, they put instead of a Walgreens being in there, they put a, a CVS over there. So like I could, I could almost throw a rock and hit three CVSs from from where I live. Oh, our battles is CVS, Dwayne Reed, and Walgreens. Though. Oh wow, they're they're all fighting with each other. There was one time where they're on the. Um, Right in the avenue by my gym, there was a, they built us Dwayne Reed and a, and a uh, Walgreens right across the street from each other. Like, I mean, you cross the corner, you go right across the street and on the same block. They were both on the same block mm-hmm. right across the street from each other. Go one to the other if you wanted to. Yeah, there, there's... I, it was ridiculous. It was like, it's just so redundant and, and Walgreens won, won that one. Dwayne Reed lost. How funny. Yeah, we only have two. We used to have – there used to be a th- – well, before CVS popped in, there was another chain, and they kind of went out. So we, we we pretty much just have CVS and, and Walgreens. That's it, you know. Wow. Well, I know CVS is all – I mean, it's, it's set in New York, and I know CVS is, is heavily in New York. So it's funny that when I hear that, it, it it is authentic because we do have it all over the East Coast. So it is very authentic to hear that. It's not even a bat the eye thing, but it's just a, no, no, no. It was, I just thought it was funny that they called that specifically. Like it was just, it was just. No, funny. it's a bat the eye thing because usually on TV they don't use specific brand names unless it's some advertising. But it's not a big, but it's not an, an eye opening thing. Like this doesn't exist right. in New York thing. Right. So, but I know they paid. They they, they pretty much paid. Yeah, probably paid. Good for them. But it's fine. Like that's, but that's the kind I don't care about. Like that's yeah. the, yeah. the advertising that I don't mind. It's it just the, when it gets in the way, like when it's really shining in your face, that's when you you have the eye rolling. Yeah, it's like when everybody has a Windows phone or everyone yes. has, uh, you know, an everybody, iPad on the table or driving that same car. Yeah, yeah, and it's like really, like, even when it's in a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Uh, Worlds and you're all driving that car. It's like I don't even know five people in my life that have a Windows phone. There's no exactly. way that thirty people that all you know nah. have nah. a Windows phone. But anyway, so shades uh, shades get scooped up in the the raid at the club too. Right. And after a fight, like a vicious fight yeah. with Misty and a very hurt Misty and yeah. and Claire. Yeah. Uh, so he gets scooped up. Uh, and I like the exchange that that he has, he, where he just keeps asking for his lawyer. <laughs> he goes, mm-hmm. Lawyer. Um, <laughs> so Willis bails him out, pays cash, and of course you know, okay, there, there's only one reason they want to bail him out oh, yeah. is to is to you know, done. yeah, to shut him up. 
So they think they're taking him to see uh, Diamondback, and they end up taking him in this building, and they try and choke him out in the elevator. And He's in this uh, though, too. Yeah. Like, I forgot Turk being in Turk yeah. being in it uh, made it better episodes when yeah. Turk was in it. And yeah. when he tells Zip, who is this, you know, pretty much the stoolie, the mm-hmm. new number one, uh, when he's telling him, boy, he said, you you just his yeah. Yeah. Like, I do business, but you yeah. you just all in. Um, he wanted to be shades. I mean, that that was like a, a thing. Like, he kept, he started dressing up like shades. Yep. And he started he the, the glasses. Yeah. Glasses like yeah. shades. Yeah. And, oh. But guess what? It didn't work out so well for old Zip. Cause, <laughs> no, Zip didn't work out. Because no. he pulled the, yeah, he pulled, you know, Shades pulls a gun, kills the three henchmen, right. takes Zip up to the to the roof, and mm-hmm. uh, and then ends up shooting him. And Done. Uh, Shades lives to fight another day. Yes, he does, which is, Shades just does not feel dangerous, even with that fight. Yeah. That, that was more like luck than, than anything. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, exactly. He, yeah, I didn't feel like he had. Yeah, just just total luck. Um, speaking of Turk, so I like when Luke catches up with Turk and confronts him about him selling out. Uh, you know, basically selling out Pop and. Oh yeah. You know, Turk's like, hey man, you know that place was Switzerland. Like, I uh-huh. didn't think that they were going to go after him in the club. Like that, you know that that place has been safe haven forever. And, right. Uh, and and so he he tries to find out where Stryker's at, and I love that he throws him in the dumpster and then crushes the dumpster around him so he can't Dang. get out. It's got baby diapers it's in here. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that is that is a that man Turk. I like Turk. To, I like Turk I too. Like Turk. I think I like it. he gets it, boy. I yeah. mean, he he gets beat almost half to death. It's like in the it's like the comic. Just like the comic. Yeah. Just like the comic. And this, he gets locked. I mean, listen, if anybody's been in the city, especially New York, in Manhattan in the summertime, Woo. the garbage, even when you walk by an alley with the dumpsters in it, there's a smell that you don't want to be around. <laughs> so just imagine being thrown in. A dumpster at night. The day before crushed. the trash is going to come and pick it up. So you day know. Before, no one's going to get you out. Yeah. No one's going to get you out. I mean, even then, how can they get you out? They have to use a, a blowtorch to even cut you out of that thing. So he, man, that's that's a punishment. That's, whew, man. And, oh, add to that, uh, the, the rats, too. Oh, sure. That's another little happy thing, though. Sure. You have to look forward to while you're in that dumpster with no light. Yeah. Oof, man. Uh, so Domingo, after all this stuff is going on, Domingo decides he's going to, he wants his. And so his guys talk him into going after, uh, yeah. going after Diamondback. Dummy. Yeah. And that doesn't end well for any of those. Not guys. at all. No. Not at all. Actually, they, they kind of had the upper hand on him. Until he goes out to his car and then gets the gauntlets and then yeah. and and the the power pack and stuff and then once he gets all that they, they never show it but right. Luke shows up later and and sees what's going on and realizes that uh, that he got the best of him and of course Willis left a <clears throat> a bomb behind and 
Luke is barely able to get Domingo out before before the whole thing goes kablooey. So yeah, so at this point it's like I mean Domingo was like the last one left. Like when he killed yeah. all the other families, Domingo Domingo made it through. And so now all his guys are down and you know it's just Domingo. So So now you got the hand and Mariah. Yep. Pretty much. And then Kingpin Simmerin in in prison. Oh right, right, right. So, he's 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 running things. Just Simmerin Simmerin in jail waiting for his time. Uh um, yep. I, you know, it's funny. It didn't really say how much time had passed, but Misty at the end of the episode had no sling on her arm, and it, no. like, it was like back to normal. I'm like, she kept moving, her, like she yeah. kept crossing her arms, she yeah. kept swinging her arms, and I'm sitting there going, "You just, you almost lost your arm, just yeah, a couple of days ago. Like, there's no way you'd be okay. No, even if it was like a couple that. weeks later, it would still be." Doesn't matter. It'd still be sore. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's a little odd, but okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, this this makes me think they shot it out of order, and you know they just yeah. something they missed. Yeah. Yeah. Something was definitely off with with that. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, at the end of the episode, they have the big showdown at the mm-hmm. at the shop, and I'm just like, that poor shop. Every time oh, Bobby it Fish just got done. every time Bobby gets it back in order, they come and they tear it up. Oh, and he even says something at the end, he starts yelling at him. He's like, Yeah. He's like, I just got this back together again. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and he did all And he tells him to take through. it off take it outside. He goes, Can't you guys take this outside? And they both hey. tell him no. And he's like, Okay, I'm just asking. Man. Um but that, but yeah, so so it all goes down in the shop, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, Shades and Mariah show up, and uh, of course Luke, Misty, and Claire are there. Bobby's there, and then in comes uh, Diamondback, and and Bobby even asks him, he goes, "Who are you supposed to be? You you are you some kind of pimp stormtrooper?" Because he has his uh, <laughs> yeah, he has that's his... the original. It looks yes, it looks horrible. Yes. It looks absolutely horrible. He, you know what it is? It's the helmet. Like it wouldn't. Yes. The suit itself doesn't look that bad because it's 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 not real bulky. So it. And again, it's a callback, definitely to the original. What is it that. with black men and helmets? I don't on know. Superhero shows. I don't know. And it's it's not even a DC or it's both of them no, do yes. it. What is the point of this? And it's not even good helmets. No, they're never good helmets. Helmets no. are not good. No. On TV. Helmet budget. TV budgets. Do not help with helmets. Nope, not at all. Nope, nope. So, and that suit that they—I mean, it does look a lot like the suit in the comic, but the suit in the comic is bad too. I sure, mean. sure. It so it's like, like a, a like a jumpsuit, like a like a janitor would wear or something that's like that. Exactly like exactly what it looks like. It looks like a janitor. It looks like a. It looks like you're a janitor in the future. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that's a good. And then with this, and this, with this actor and the way that he's told to play it, mm-hmm. he looks utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And then he's got that obvious power pack on his back, so it's like that. That might as well be a sign that says, you know, punch this if you want to take away my power. Which is another like that's, and that makes it worse. It's like, which this whole fight. This is his first fight with someone who is supposed to be. A physical challenge, mm-hmm. but even that, it's like, but he's not like it's so obvious. Like if 
the way it looks, it's like if you just all you had to do is wrestle him, yeah, and rip that thing off, you're done. Yeah, like, I I get when he would punch something that it would have some <clears throat> some kind of effect on it, but I was like, why is that making him strong? Like it didn't make sense to me. Like why he there's no exoskeleton, right? Right. There were gloves. And then there were shoot. Even when he was kicking him in the air like that, I was like, yeah. "Where's the power coming from?" Because you would have to have some type of augment, yeah. you know, like some kind of exoskeleton to augment that strength. Right. Like you just you can have the the big boots with the you know with the uh, I guess whatever shock stuff in it if you want, but yeah. it's still nothing but just. It might shock him, but it's not going to make him fly up in the air and slam him into the street and stuff like that. I'm still looking at it, trying to figure out, like, where's all the strength coming from? It just doesn't fit. Yeah. Yep. It's TV budget. This this is is TV budget, though. Yeah. But I guess that's a comic thing, too, right? Like, you know, some they they can make these suits be whatever I guess they need them to be, but... But again, he makes a point of it being Hammer Tech, uh, right. the suit being Hammer Tech. So again, the, the ties to, to Justin Hammer's company. Right. Um, but yeah, that's how kind of how things end is literally them facing off with each other, charging each other. Uh, and so episode thirteen starts with a flashback, which I I really didn't understand the point of the flashbacks. Me either. I mean, it was basically. And it's funny because if you look at the way Luke and Willis act in the in the flashbacks, it's almost Luke like they're the role thug. reversed. Yeah, they, I think they tried to do, but see, I don't. I think they wasted so much time with other things early on in the show that they didn't really. They threw it out there, kind of like he was more thuggish. You know, like with a yeah. chip on his shoulder, the preacher's boy. He was more. Yeah. He was more had a more of a of a of a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And Willis was trying to because he wanted he wanted the the uh, he wanted to please the preacher so bad that he was a good like it, it, they kept they said it a few times, but like he that he tried to be the church going. Right, you know, like he'd read the Bible all the time to kind of one please his mother and then please the surrogate father, right? And yet, you know, when finally when they did get caught and and the father and his father pretty much said, "I'm saving Luke, but I don't give a damn about you," right? That's when we're supposed to to that was the switch, I guess. The turn that yeah. was the turn, yeah. When he totally went the opposite direction and, and went bad. But I don't think they did a good enough job because he came into the show later. I don't think they did a good enough job of kind of yeah, I mean, showing that. And it was just, you know, and they kept going back and forth. So they'd show them fighting a little bit mm-hmm. and then they flip back to this. Right. You know, and, and what it amounted to was Luke wanted to, to get in the ring and fight this, you know, this kid that had been mm-hmm. giving him a bunch of trouble and, you know, Willis kept telling him, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. And at one point in the middle of the fight, he, he, Willis even says, it's like I told you, you, you're you not ready yet. 
Right. But Luke won the fight. Like it was exactly. like, I, I don't understand. Like no, it, I don't, I don't understand it either. It was I don't, a weird, I don't. yeah, it was a weird back and forth. I, and I don't think it really added to it. I mean, like I said, unless they were really just trying to show that Willis wasn't a bad guy until they got busted as older teenagers. Uh, but it just, I don't know. It just, it just really slowed things down for me. Like, um, it, it's not like they cut to other action that was happening at the same time. They cut right. to action that was happening in the past. And I, I think it just, it just took away from what could have been a, you know, a decent fight from start to finish. So, well, even the whole thing of, um, I had to let his rage, like, what does it have to do with the fight? Like if yeah. every time I fought, the suit doesn't feed on emotion. Like, so right. right. it doesn't matter how much you let him hit you or how much you hit him that that doesn't affect the suit like dude so that was the other thing that didn't really click like when he was telling claire at the end like you know that he he just let him he he just gave up all his hey stop giving him rage or whatever and that's yeah how he won it doesn't make any sense you you won because you beat him like you beat him up you physically yeah you were able to take those hits long enough to catch him when he was open and he tired like if you just said he tired himself out fighting you and then you beat him that's because that's basically what he did yeah yeah he got tired and then because he's not superhuman right. right even with the suit you get like there's no reinforcements to keep you from losing you know from losing your energy so yeah it so just, it's just yeah it just didn't it didn't it getting it didn't go a couple couple things that were funny with the fight, though. The guys that filmed the incident, like yeah. he calls his partner and he's like, "Bring the 4K, like bring the camera." And then and then they show them later in the fight, like he's got his steady cam rig and he's he's filming the whole thing, you know, as it's going on. So I and think they have that was... Fat, Fat Five Freddy was another MTV guy who who used to host it. Uh, he hosted a show on MTV and he hosted a show on BET, uh-huh. uh, a raps, and uh, it wasn't MTV raps; it was something else. But he was the one that was like, "Oh, we talking about your mom?" Oh, that was Fat Five Freddy. Oh that man, I didn't Five know that. Freddy, yeah, yeah. I as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, "That's man. Fat Five Freddy." I, I know that voice anywhere. He's like, "He talking about your moms, man." Yeah, he says, "He says you talking about your mom." He goes, "You have to." He goes, "You're representing Harlem." He goes, "You have to put it on him, son." That's right. He tells him. All right. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Nice. Even Misty, I um, like trash talked him at the end. Like you ain't gonna get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I like her little trash talk because she's a, and it fits because she was a basketball player too. Yeah. I wish we'd see more of her fighting her way out of it. Yeah, I. You know, if if they were gonna do some backstory stuff, it would have been. I would have liked to have seen them do some stuff with her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because that that would have been been interesting. I I just I love I I mean probably other than Cottonmouth, I think Misty's like my favorite. I I just love Misty. I mean she's yeah. she's just man, she's just so they, good. They dan- they made her a damsel too many times. Like she never really got a a fun like kick ass episode. You know, like when she yeah. got to be the one to to like save other people. Yeah. But, it never. She never got that moment. No, but the, I do like when they like when she like w- when she was assertive and kind of just like took charge. 
Yeah. I, I liked her attitude with that. Like to me that that's like, okay, that's Misty. Um, Oh yeah. She had the mannerisms of being yeah. Misty, but she, but it would just would be fun. Like I just, it's because they didn't do any interaction with her and, and Colleen yet. Yeah. I just wonder how are they going to gel for defenders? It's only eight episodes. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, to see how that puts together. Because one of the things I noticed again after rewatching it this time is it. it we'll skip ahead a little bit, but at the end when Mariah goes free and everything's mm-hmm. going on, and she's talking to to the inspector, and she's like, "The system's broken. Like yeah. this is this is all bullcrap. Like this badge doesn't mean anything. Like all this stuff we're doing, the, you know, it it doesn't work because the system is is broken." And every time we try and do one thing good, something something bad happens. And the inspector said, you know, hey, this is your fault. Like, you you didn't trust the system, and that's why it failed you. You know, you're blaming it on the system, but really it's you. Like, you didn't bring Candace in. You didn't make sure, you know, bring, you know, trust me enough to come and let me put her under my protection. You thought you could do this all on your own, and then ended up getting her killed. And I think that was kind of a little bit of a reality check for Misty. Yeah, it was, because she but, was right. Yeah, but one of the things I found I, I was thinking is you know we talked about the, on the last episode is maybe that's the turn I could easily see if whether it's Defenders or whether it's Luke Cage season two or even if it's you know if they bring her into one of the other series mm-hmm. that that could have been the last straw for her like she turns her badge in I kept thinking she was going to do that like I, when I they did. Yeah, when I they arrested Luke I thought they, they would yeah. she would do it but yeah. no. Um, but yeah, so, so that was, uh, uh, kind of, kind of how, how that ended for her. Um, right. but the, you know, then the whole thing with, with Mariah, you know, they arrest, cause she was out there again while this fight was going on. Yeah. What does Mariah do? She gets the cameras out there. She, she starts ginning up all this controversy and, and outs Luke, you know, says, Hey, this man's name was Carl Lucas and he, you know, he was a cop turned criminal, which is only like the second time they mentioned that he was a cop. It's like, we, you know, we talked about that before, how they've kind of uh, glossed over the fact that he was a cop. Like, it's like they kind of mentioned it, but you think that would be a little more uh, like there'd be more to that. Uh, well, you know, the the news would have been all over that. They would have said, you know, former cop. Now wanted criminal like that would be the headlines, you know, every every time they talked about it, like there's no way they wouldn't have. um, There's no way they wouldn't have said that in the when they talked about him on the news. But I guess. But the thing about that is it kind of changes things a little bit of him being a vigilante when you mention him being an ex cop like it's supposed to be that he's the outsider and the police are you know, coming after him. So I guess when they changed, yeah. Cause when you change it, that you make him a cop, an ex cop, it kind of, it does change stuff. Like it does. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's like they, it, it, it's funny how some things they go into detail about explaining like his backstory and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And then other things they just completely gloss over. Um, you know, they talk about him being a, a Marine and then he comes out and then he's a cop. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just maybe it's really not that important. But it, it just seemed odd that 
they some things they focused a lot of attention on and other things they just kind of gloss over um well i i thought it was weird too like i i don't think that i don't think that you're out of you know out of order for thinking about it because it it did come to my mind like it was something that i thought about when um when this whole thing was going down like you you're a cop and did you were you crooked were you not like you yeah i think they kind of answer it a little bit at the end when when they take him when the when the marshals come in and they take him and he's like i was innocent before and i'm innocent now and it, he's like i have work to do so whereas when he went to jail before it was like okay i didn't do this specific thing that i'm here for you didn't catch me for what i you know the stuff right, i did but i did yeah i did some other stuff and now right. he's full blown like yeah, I'm not going back and doing time for something I didn't do. Like you put me in here for this thing specifically, but I didn't do that. And I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not going to sit for like last time I just was happy to be brooding and, you know, whatever, I'm going to serve out my time. That's not me anymore. Like right. I have to come back here because there's more I need to do. Um but when he was in jail and and at this point it was uh when they were working on Mariah it was before it was before Candace gets killed and then they have to they cut her loose but when when Luke is sitting there and then Misty comes up to him and he's he's you know he kind of feels like a weight's lifted off of him because he you know the okay now the police aren't after him mm-hmm. you know Willis has been taken care of Mariah's been arrested and it was a really cool speech that he gave to when he was sitting with Claire and Misty and talked about like people and that you know this burden of of making things better is bigger than him and it's bigger than you know everybody and i and again i don't know if that's like foreshadowing with, with the defenders where he realizes now like he can't do it by himself and you know he he's going to need help to do you know to clean things up and to do what he wants to do um but he's also talking about people you know right. and, uh, and it was kind of a cool thing to talk about you know how you know what pop said you know always forward never backward you know we we have to we have an obligation to make things better for the next generation like you know we we have to do better we have to you know keep keep moving forward i, I don't know i just i thought it was a really kind of heart i mean maybe i don't know some people may have thought it was a little corny but i, I don't know i just thought it was kind of a heartfelt oh it was speech. corny i mean because of the context of what it was because you're in a sure, police sure. you're in a police uh you you're giving your statements about a dude that um, you know this is about murders and everything like sure, this is, sure. is all coming down i mean but it's the corniness is going to come with the superhero thing i mean that's just the way it is there's right, some right. parts that are just going to be uh corny because he he is a superhero i mean he is a yeah he is a he is a superhero so it's yeah. so when he did the speech and then the other cops who hated him by the way yeah like that you know they're they they sat there just listening, yeah, you know, to yeah. the whole thing and and yeah, because afterwards he she Misty even makes a comment on it. It's like, oh, now you are all paying yeah. attention, like yeah, and, yeah. Before you didn't want to hear it, but yeah. now it's like um, it was just kind of like an inspiring thing to you know. I, I don't know. I just I, I think I, it was meant to be. I think I it was, it was, totally I it was well to done. I thought it was well done. It was a good. I mean, yeah, the speech was was. Totally. I mean, I, I would think that this goes to help um, whatever happens with Luke Cage later. Like, he's going to have to be, you know, like, he's going to... 
I think they're showing that he has an he impact the you know, the uh, Harlem. Like he yeah, has such yeah. an impact on Harlem. But it's funny because Harlem is still. They keep saying it's for Harlem, but somebody doing what he's doing, New York would be talking about him. Period. Sure. Like it would. It wouldn't even be. I mean, they keep wanting to say and keep it to Harlem, 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 but. Yeah, it'd be all over the place. Like you'd have yeah. uh, people wearing bullet-ridden hoodies all over New York. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like there's just there's just no way. So it's it's funny because when they don't need to to minimize impact, they do. And then when they try to like they try to make Hell's Kitchen seem like it's huge and it's not. Right. Right. And then they try and and the getting the whole thing with the territories and all that they try to make it like it was such a big thing, but um, this whole thing with Luke would be a big thing. Sure, sure. You know, like, and they don't really get into that yet. Like none of the shows do so far. Yeah, right now it's they don't get into the impact that these that these. Uh, I think it, and I think a lot of this is is that they don't want to do it until. Um, defenders. I think a yeah. lot of it is that. Yeah. Um, and then after that, then you know, you, I think we'll see the impact a little bit more. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, one of the things we didn't talk about in the last uh, episode was in the bodega when when the guy that runs the bodega says to Luke, he's like, "Hey, I don't know if you ever thought about this, but there's some I know some people that would pay you good money to protect them." That's the and, third time someone yeah. told him that. Pop he's said, like, no, "Keep." Yeah, he's like, "Keep your money." Yeah, Pop said that. Yep. Um, the guy at the bodega said that. Uh, Jimmy said that. No, Bobby. Bobby said that. Bobby said that. And I think somebody else. I think even Claire. Well, Claire kind of hinted it. it. Yeah, Claire said, yeah. you know, look, you could be doing, you know, some some real good. Um, so I, I really hope, you know, again, I really hope that they're setting up some kind of, you know, heroes for hire kind of thing. Um, and I, I think mean, if maybe, they're not going to, why do like? Yeah, that'd why, be why? the thing. Like, if you're not going to, that'd be like you make you, you, you do Batman. You also have like not only do you do have Bruce Wayne, but you also have Dick Grayson. If you're not going to Batman and Robin, why the heck right. would you even? It, yeah, do that. Like, yeah. and we're getting backstories for everybody. So right, right. there's no and reason it, to not do that. Yeah, and we talked about it a little bit last week, but I mean that would be a great way to get a twofer, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. you know, you do Luke Cage and you do Iron Fist, mm-hmm. you do Power Man and Iron Fist, and you get both of them in one. And and I think you're past the origin part, you're past all that. Right. I think I, I think it would be nice to just you know you don't have to tell you know I think they need to go smaller. And I think you yep. know kind of like we talked about with Jessica Jones too. My hope for season two is. Fine, you could tell this overarching story. Get cases, like, just, but let's get some cases. Yeah, you know? like in a thirteen-episode season, let's see her solve, you know, thirteen, you know, take on thirteen or uh, three or four, you know, actual cases where, uh, you know, these other things kind of happen, but but this other stuff goes on too. And I'd be and, good with the case. I'd be good with like five or six cases just ending in just that episode. Sure. And on top of that, then you like maybe she'll meet. Like the thing is, which are the best detective shows and 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 even books and stories is every time they go on a case, they meet an ally, a potential ally, and that adds to 
their supporting characters. Like that's yeah. the thing about being a detective is like you have to deal with people all the time. So yep. you always have to make connections like you have you have police informants. See, so you make friends with police so they'll give you uh you know info that you're going to need that you wouldn't get anywhere else and then you would have some connections to hospital someone who has medical care and you'd have connections with right. someone who works at social security or stuff like there's certain things you you're going to need being a detective like you need access to people's records that you wouldn't be able to get so you yep. need someone in that position and you like so i think um so i hope with jessica jones we get a little bit more of that and less of the support group thing and a little bit more of, or people in the support group have different jobs. Like, yeah. kind of utilize that. Don't have them just be, we lost someone and that's it. Like, kind of, you know, push up. Like, I work at the DMV. I could get you, or I can get yeah, you, can uh, get some, all these records. Some yeah. records or something or whatever. Like, something like that. Like, I think yeah. that that would work well. I think they could do I hope they do that. I hope they go that route because that that's what I liked so much more about Jessica Jones and the books. Yeah. I mean, especially that first volume, you know, that was mm-hmm. so well received. The 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 Max you know, book was Yeah, you, yeah there was this overarching story and then they bring in the purple man, but you know, she all also solved these cases. We saw a little bit with that of season one. I just, yeah, just want to see more there. of that. It's there. I just want to see more of that. It's there and it can be done. Like when she, especially when they end season, the season with her getting all these calls from people who are like, yep, we saw what you did. Could you help yes. me? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do that for, for the last, you know, like I hope that that means, okay, now we're in business. Like you're going to get a lot of, you know, you're going to get a lot of cases and then add to that the uh, the woman, uh, the lawyer, she owes her. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. she she let she really owes her. Yeah. You know, for what I, she did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so the way I mean, at the end of this whole thing, of course, Shades uh, uh, steals. Misty's phone when they had the big shootout at Pops. Right. He calls Candace and pulls her out, who's hiding out at Claire's mother's house, and Shades shoots her in the head and kills her. And that's kind of what sets Misty off. Because at that point, they've got to cut Mariah loose. Right. Um, Stryker's locked up. The marshals come in for uh, for Luke. And, you know, even the inspector's like, look, we're not going to press any charges on you. And, and Luke is like, yeah, they're not coming for Luke Cage. They're coming for Carl Lucas. And he... You know, he willingly goes with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to sort all this out." Um, I thought, you know, of course, Claire comes to him and says, "You know, I know a good a good lawyer." So, um, Bobby Fish finds the file right. at the end of the exactly. end of the episode. So, my guess is, wh- what I think would be funny is to have Matt Murdock come in. Actually, I think it would work better with Jerry Hogarth, to be honest with you, because she's so uh, she she plays hardball. From from a legal standpoint, like mm-hmm. she she is she will she will cut you. I mean, she will cut you down. That's what I like um, about her. Like she yes she you yes. need you need a cutthroat to deal with the kind of people that they're yes. gonna have to deal with. So so I could easily see her showing up and being like, oh, do you want it known publicly that your prison was experimenting on people that you gave this man superpowers that you were doing all this stuff? Oh no, you don't want that. Okay, then you're gonna drop all charges against this man and let him go. Um, 
And I just I I think that scene for me would play out better coming from her than coming from from Matt. Um, but but either way, I think I think that's how they get him out of his situation. I, I I'm hoping in the defenders they don't put a whole lot of time into 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 that. Like you know, it needs to be just short and sweet. They've got an obvious out between the file Bobby has and what they did to him while he was in, and other people while he was in prison. Right. So why um, even? Yeah. Why even give us that yeah. scene if you're not gonna you know yeah. have him get out fairly yeah. quickly. And yeah, and and like I said, there's no point in belaboring that. No. That, that would just and and given the fact that Defenders is eight episodes, it it makes me feel even more that they're gonna they're gonna yeah. resolve that. Yeah, you don't have time. Time. you don't have time. You don't have time for all that. Like that. Yeah, that should be like a quick. I'm just getting out. Like even if it's just Claire, mm-hmm. like picking him up from the yep from jail and yep yeah, yeah we don't even have to actually see it. Yeah, even need to be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when they when they take him away, they mention uh, one of the marshals is reading a book, and he and he he mentions it's by I forget his name Patterson, but mm-hmm. um, Harry Bosch. Who it's funny because you know at Netflix, Amazon, big competitors on the direct to video market, at least the original content. Um, Bosch is one of those series yep. that's an Amazon original. That's I very totally good. watch it. Yeah, I totally um, watch yeah, that. Which, which is getting ready. Season three is about to yep. hit any day now. April 29th, I think, or 21st. Yeah. Season 29th, very 21st. Very soon. So, yeah, so if you're looking, it's an excellent show. Um, I highly recommend mm-hmm. watching that. Uh, Titus, Titus Welliver, so uh, Marvel alum, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, Item 44 yep. uh, alum, Titus Welliver. Lost alum, Titus Welliver. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very good show. Um, so then the episode ends with that. We, we get our last musical montage and it's a hundred days, hundred nights by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Mm-hmm. And really sad because she passed like this released in September. Yeah. And she just passed away in October. Oof, um, so yeah, that was really sad, but, yeah. but that that's, it, it's so, it, it was a very fitting piece of music to have because it has that retro, like, when you hear that song, you could if they told you that song was made in the seventies, you would totally believe it. Like it Yeah, and it what's also good about it is that her that song and her music will be it's it's already out there to people that would not have listened. Like the younger audiences are watching the show, right? Yeah. It would get that music got to a lot of people that had never even heard of a lot of the uh artists that are on this that are that yeah. are on the soundtrack. So it was I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see that they used, you know, instead of trying to go so young with the music that they yeah kind of, you know, yeah. got a nice mix of people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of a fitting in. And of course the, the end is the doctor going to see Willis Stryker because obviously now the doctor knows that it had to do with Luke's specific DNA. Yep. And since Willis is his half-brother... It's going to halfway and, work on him, at least. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, it's funny, so, because I said I wanted a Daughters of the Dragon show. And thinking of music, Raphael Sadiq liked it. His Twitter, he liked it. Uh, oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, like, that's out awesome. of nowhere, I said, I, I said after I watched uh, uh, Iron Fist, I said, I would love... To see a, a a show, Netflix show on the Daughters of the Dragon, and I look on my thing like my phone clicks like a little while later, and I see liked by Raphael Sadiq. His real is his real Twitter. That's awesome. I was like, that what? Awesome. 
and he did have a part of the show. I mean, he was, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So. so yeah, I hope. I mean, one of the things I do hope is that for if they go forward with season two, that that's something they keep up because uh, I think they did a really good job, and I think it adds it adds a lot to the show. It's just it's so different, you know. It just um, you know we don't we don't get that with. Uh, with Daredevil or with Jessica Jones. So I thought it was, I thought it was a really just way to kind of make it unique. So, yeah. So I, I, it's funny uh, watching these last few episodes. There's more, there's a lot more that I like than I, than I even remembered, uh, like liking. I mean, there's some of the stuff that, you know, we obviously talked about as I really, but I think, I think the, the thing with the show is the stuff that's good is really good. Right. Um, but, but, you know the stuff that's bad just kind of drags it down a little bit, but um, but overall I, I liked it. I mean, and and definitely after seeing Iron Fist, I think it just it makes me appreciate it a little more. But oh, it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, one last thing I was going to mention mm. uh, at the end of the episode. So when they cut back to the club, mm-hmm. Misty shows up again, and that is some Misty Knight looking Ooh, Misty Knight. Man, it's Misty Knight. This uh, looking yeah. Misty Knight with the shoulder cutouts uh-huh. on the Afro on the top puffs and everything. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, Again, it makes me think she quit. Yeah, to be a detective, yeah. like she's uh-huh. gonna be investigating. Maybe that's how she gets fired, though. Maybe uh, going after Mariah, like you know, maybe investigate Mariah. Maybe it gets to the point where it's like you Just know, step too far. If you're not gonna do your job, and Mariah is not your job, investigate Mariah is not your job, and if she's not gonna do it, I could see her being on the way out. Yeah, but yeah, Daughters of the Dragon with the, with those two would be would be something. I mean, it would yeah. really be something. I'm just really, I just really don't know where where they're going with this. Like after yeah. Iron Fist, totally, Iron Fist totally uh, uh, threw me off in in the pacing of how they were going to set this thing up for Defenders. Yeah. yeah. So now I don't know. I have no idea how it's going to go. Like I. Turn around. I, if they don't even have Misty and, and Colleen interact on Defenders, and they don't interact till like later in Luke Cage season two or something, it could happen that way. Yeah. For all we know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, until then we've got uh, we've got a lot of. Uh, we got a lot coming up, so is she so in Punisher? I wonder. Is Misty in Punisher? Oh, oh you know what? That's a good question. Because she wasn't much in in Iron Fist, but I wonder though, because since they were filming so close together, it'd be something mm-hmm. if she was in Punisher, because I'm pretty sure he, they'll have some cop interaction in that show. She's not listed. Okay. Yeah, she's not listed on IMDb, which doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, they might not have saw it yet. But they've been okay. filming that for quite a while, so I would think if she showed up... I mean, the one thing about those shows is they film a lot of it outdoors in New York, yeah, they do. so there's always a lot of, like... Uh, Pictures you know, people, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think they're done yet, but I think they're getting close to wrapping up. Mm. And uh, I'm not, I haven't seen anything with her. Me before. either. Me either. But that's why I'm trying to figure out where is she? Because like they didn't, I thought for sure she'd be in Iron Fist. She's not. I've heard nothing. Like I, I don't, I don't know what show she's on. Yeah. Because they're only filming. You know, like they haven't. It's only been 
uh, Iron Fist and and Punisher were the only movies kind of filming. I mean, the only shows kind of filming around each other. Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to figure out, like, what, like, she had such a prominent role in Luke Cage. I just. Yeah. Now, according to IMDb, they show her only being in four episodes of Defenders. Now, I, I mean, yeah, I don't believe that. I, I don't know the accuracy at right. all. That could totally show, change, yeah. Yeah, they show Jessica Henwick being in, Colleen Wing being in eight, uh, and then Electra being in eight, Claire being in six, Foggy being in four. Misty and Trish being in four. So, you know, again, I mean, who knows? I, I don't know what they're basing this on, but... But, yeah, I don't see... Yeah, they're seeing Jerry Hogarth in three episodes, which I thought was... Which I find kind of funny. Um, what's odd is none of the... None of the Iron Fist characters are in it. Like, the, the Meachams aren't in nope. it. Nope. Um, nope. So I don't even see Madame Gal listed for the Defenders. And I just, I just swore that Madame Gal would be the, the big bad behind all the stuff they're dealing with in Defenders. After, after Daredevil season two, I I thought that, and then you know? after Iron Fist, when they just kind of put that whole thing on its head, I'm like, well, psh, I don't know where they're going with this thing now. Like this, this is all just like I don't know. We'll 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 talk about that when we get into it. But, right. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to Iron to Defenders. I hope, I hope that kind of realigns everything and uh, and kind of sets it on a good path going forward. But but yeah, good stuff coming up. So we will. Uh, I, that that's it for me. I don't have anything else on no. Luke Cage. No, I think we, that's uh, that's it. I think we've uh, we've talked it out. Um, yeah. So pay attention to the feed and. Uh, hopefully for like I said we'll we'll get episode 112 here pretty quick which will be a lot of news uh, there's a lot of news to talk about and then uh, we'll get caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I think by then we'll figure out what we're going to do for Iron Fist yeah <laughs> cool mm-hmm. alright thanks everyone for listening to It's All Connected <laughs>